What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show all about the kick-ass stories behind some of Idle Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific... Uh, <laughs> and see, this is live. I can't I can't go back and edit that. I could on the podcast, though. Every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Ernem Evans talk about all the Idle Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave. Take it away. Hi, I'm Erin M. Evans. I am the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, a six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring uh, two of your favorite idol champions, Tieflings, Frida and Havilar. I am also... Sorry, I'm still really tired from doing <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is today's episode. I almost said I'm also one of the hosts of Champions of Lore, which if you haven't figured that out, I think also you should go back to bed. Um, it's not inaccurate, though. <laughs> it's not. It's absolutely not. It's not. Oh, I play Havilar on Idol Champions Presents, um, which is going to start its new arc today. Is it an arc? Do we call it an arc? Adventure? I don't know the words anymore. Um, and I play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrawlers. Um, <laughs> oh, and for the purposes of this, I was the line editor for the Eberron novels uh, back in ooh. the day. Oh, it's true. Give you a little taste of what we're doing today. Um, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. I also am one of the hosts of Idol Champions, <laughs> uh, Champions of Lore. <laughs> Again, not inaccurate. That's that where would, you are, just so you know. That that's would explain what you're when watching nobody's throwing me out of here, that this is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> uh, yes, Dungeon Master of Idol Champions presents, which will be live at four today, four Pacific. Uh, right after our show, they're going to re air the finale of The Last Arc. But if you didn't get to join us for that live, you can start the new arc today for Pacific, right, Mel, on twitch.tv forward slash CNE Games. Also, you can vote. Uh, the vote is still live uh, for now till the oh, vote yeah? ends at noon. Yeah. So don't leave. Just open Idol Champions again also with us still going. And you, yeah. can, you can vote to affect the story. I was about to do that because I was like, oh, I don't think I voted. And then I was like, Trevor, you will crash your computer. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> or... or do <laughs> how bad do you want it yeah uh and uh yeah you can find me all sorts of places like literally three things are launching this week so i just don't even try and keep up Fun with times. it yeah i'm at b dave walters or were <laughs> follow me on the tweetograms also also we have an obligatory uh thing that we do every week that we're behind because of daylight savings time when i tell Erin how pretty she looks every week and i didn't do it <laughs> and you look really pretty the pink makeup's very nice like that is one of the the first things we do is, uh, you know, we, okay. we all we, we have makeup conversations. Nice That's true. We do talk contouring a lot, actually. <laughs> that is, you'd be surprised. I watch a lot I'm of drag. I'm learning from these guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> Got to blend. Blend. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't have enough podcasts. My sister at one point was just like, yo, we should get all of our siblings together and just do a podcast about reviewing episodes of Drag Race. Uh, <laughs> this is my nice. eyeliner. This is my eyeliner pencil. Uh, Nice. that i gotta practice with i always get i always get a lot of compliments when i wear eyeliners but i never put it on because i have makeup but uh <laughs> not anymore though you, so i'll tell you it makes you look more awake with a little eyeliner will make you look very awake it's true it's true so <laughs> it, i find if i just hold the red bowl close to my face <laughs> uh, it also makes me look more awake because mm. it's a lie uh anywho uh yeah so uh, uh unfair series finished last week it did um th- th- things went well <laughs> things happened they went things happened <laughs> I, I i so i i had uh erin on difficulty class last night and i and i told her that i related to her so hard during that rhyming part <laughs> like i i i felt i felt connected oh, to her just did you guys know so i was on idle insights last week and um they did like a community challenge and if they met it dylan had to speak in rhyme so for like, heard... the last five minutes of the show dylan had to answer questions in rhyme <laughs> i felt so i you know i felt so much less alone <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, again, hopefully you saw the story. If you didn't see the story, catch it on VOD. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. But even if you didn't, <laughs> they're rerunning it right after this episode. Yeah. And for a big chunk of the story, they have to talk in rhymes. And just to watch Aaron's face <laughs> as the wheels are turning, so trying to it. figure out rhymes for things. I swear to God, it's every just... time I thought of a rhyme, somebody, like, I remembered the moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to rhyme tragic and magic yeah okay okay i got and then it comes out of mark's mouth like 
It's the fourth thing he's managed because he's so good at it. It's it, it that alone was worth like all of it, all of the buildup just to have a conceit for Aaron to have to talk in rhymes for an hour and a half was <laughs> worth the price of admission. Yes, yeah, it it, it was it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, 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 Jay wanted to point out that to be fair, Dylan issued them a challenge, oh, so they had to make the goal. I missed the part that Dylan started it. Yeah. Well, D- cursed by hubris. <laughs> cursed by hubris. Mm-hmm. The uh. hubris on this man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, this week uh, we're we're we're, we're going to go on a, on a on a little little drive here, uh, viewers and listeners. So the the next adventure is coming out for uh, Rhyme of the Frostman. Yeah. Uh, he, he's got his perception checks going, um, and. Codename decided that we're going to do a little something different. There's going to be a little monster in there that's like maybe not in the book. And so we're not spoiling stuff constantly for you about that in case you've never played it. Um, <laughs> so there is, a, and I, I don't know how to pronounce this. The, the I'm going to guess it is Sakura Quarry? Is Quar- that, I think Quarry. that's Quarry? Yeah. Okay. I will yeah, admit, yeah. I've never said the first word out loud. But I would say yeah, I was just like, too. oh man, it's got that TNS thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would it's say Tsukara like Quarry. Okay, okay. Um, so what it, uh, the the description that I've given here, uh, they are nightmarish creatures. Uh, their headless torsos are covered with eyes and twitching limbs, including uh, two massive arms that end in powerful pincers, and a separate uh, or a serpentine tail tipped with a vicious stinger. They are cruel and calculating, enjoying the power they wield over uh, over others as they con- uh, I, I can't read I can't read text uh, as they concord uh, elaborate schemes to advance their positions and uh, I can't read this morning desecrate their, their rivals. There we go. We'll go with that. But the thing is though is that this thing is not specifically from Rhyme of the Frostman. It's not actually even from Icewind Dale, and it's not even from the Forgotten Realms. It is not. Thus, the name of this episode. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Yep. Not, not, not gonna lie. I didn't know how you were gonna bring that all together because I knew where, I, I, I knew where I knew where we were going, but I didn't know the route we were taking. And I yeah, was we like, were just, uh, mm. I, I said we were going for a ride. We actually went for a walk. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 I, I feel like I was looking out the window of my lightning rail and not recognizing the landscape <laughs> over. I don't, I don't know where we are, but okay. okay. Um. So the, this creature is from Eberron. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think Eberron is one of the coolest freaking things ever. I still remember the first time I saw the cover of the fourth edition book. I just be like, I don't know what this is, but I need, need it. This yeah, one. look at it. Look yeah. how freaking cool that is. Sakura. Podcast listeners who can't see it. <laughs> Google it. So, no, Sakura Quarry are, are horrific, by the way. Is this the, yeah. the Lord of the Lord of Blades, I think is what yes, that's I think that's Lord Which of Blades. Is a, uh, a Warforged one might say cult leader. Might one might Say savior, depending on your position. <laughs> Porque no los dos. So the Tsukura like the thing I think is really fascinating about them is that these are the like basic weak quarry. Like these are the starter quarry. Um, it gets so much worse from here. So they're already terrifying. They're already creepy as heck. But it they they are the the sort of brunts of of uh, the dreaming dark, which is the sort of organizational aspects of well i guess the dreaming dark is really sort of like what they worship but then they also mm-hmm. have an organization Aaron, Aaron, i'm gonna tell you that. this what because you, you 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 were annoyed about with uh island sites people are saying that your audio is a little low <gasps> okay. bring, bring that mic a little closer i wasn't i wasn't annoyed so much as i was like someone help me fix it <laughs> i can hear you fine is that better? But it is yeah, we, okay. definitely better okay always want more Aaron. need the full Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> i have to calibrate it so it catches my speaking voice but also my laugh and that's true. That's a, you, you, that, shut it out. That's what you you throw your head back and laugh maniacally. That's how, that's so how you that's how you compensate that. for that one. Yeah, I told <laughs> you the same thing. This is when I reiterate: the week doesn't start until I hear Aaron laugh. That like it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not ready to go until then. Yeah, it was but uh, Dalcor the the plane of dreams where they're from. So remember, I told you guys before that I won three point five. Like I I min maxed just the heck of it. Oh, if, yeah. If, 
if you if you know what a druid planar shepherd was, there was a saint with the saint template with the vow of peace, uh, poverty, and nonviolence. You will understand. I won D and D, but my planar shepherd was a planar shepherd to the plane of Belcor, the plane of dreams. So what that character could do was you could wild shape to anything native to your plane. What? <laughs> the plane of dreams has everything because people dream about everything. <laughs> so yeah, oh, that's yep. the thing. That was wow. that was the. That was a pivotal part of the fact that I, I won. I don't know why D&D. my first thought was like I would be a T-Rex wizard. But that's where my brain went. <laughs> a and I just pictured a T-Rex with a little wizard hat, not a full size like to fit him, just mm-hmm. a little one mm-hmm. right on his head. The T-Rex, the T-Rex with mittens, you know all of it. Yeah. Uh-huh, 100%. <laughs> that's really that's I would have been tempted focus. to go, oh no, pick Zoriad cuz Zoriad is the realm is a plane of madness. Madness. So every, yep. Everything is like it's so crazy it breaks your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you're right. It's the plane of dreams. People dream about anything, so mm-hmm. it feels like it, you have more options because you could be something kind of mundane. Whereas yep. you, I don't think you could if you were attached to Zoriad. I think that's true. That. Like you, you could like You'd try and while shaping to and an extra yeah. eyeball on the neck or something. Yeah, you definitely need extra eyeballs on your bunny that you while shape into. They're like, why does that bunny like you know rife with unspeakable eldritch horror? And you're like, no reason. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I did click the link from the from the name in the email. Oh, yeah. That 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 boy is is just ah nope. I'm gonna click away from that now. <laughs> so here I'm gonna come drop in chat how to spell. You know what? But but we got people on the podcast. I will just spell it, and then I will drop it in chat. It is T S U C O R A space Q U O R I Tsukorakori. And because you, we're not we're not suffering this alone. You all need to see this juicy boy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say it's not Cypriax juicy, but it's still it's too right. juicy. That's all. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It can't quite reach the Cypriax. It, it is in the Cypriax realm of juicy, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Less, but we've established this is a starter quarry. So yeah. you work your <laughs> way up in, in juiciness. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So then. So, After the viewers and listeners have looked at all of that and been uh, traumatized, uh, wh- what is Eberron? Um, okay, so Eberron is a D&D setting. Um, it is uh, different from you know Forgotten Realms. It's different from Dragonlance. In this case, it is a uh, a world, a whole continent, and additional... It's a, big, it's a whole world that is in the aftermath of a, a hundred-year war mm-hmm. um, that has fundamentally change the political and geographic landscape of of this entire world. Um, it's also a setting that uses a lot of magic as technology. So this is a place where you get, we've mentioned the lightning rail. Um, there's So there's a magic train. Um, there's magic train. one of the big cities is Sharn. Sharn exists in what's called a manifest zone. Because another thing I really like about Eberron is it has a different set of planes than the sort of standard um, cosmogony, the cosmology that you get. Um, and so the, this is a, a manifest zone with uh, Syriana, I believe, which is a plane of air, um, which provides lift. So they have magic elevators. Um, <laughs> there's uh, different races. Uh, one of the popular ones is a Warforged, uh, which is sort of like a sentient magic construct, kind of like a they were built for they were built for war. And now the war is over. Um, so now they're kind of fit themselves into society in different ways. Uh, and. You know, there, I, I, there's a lot of things I love about Eberron. Um, mm-hmm. You have, uh, it sort of, it sort of takes some of the standard D&D tropes and looks at them and says, what if we did this different? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, there is a goblin empire that is quite stable and peaceful in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, Dargun. Um, and and was, is quite ancient, right? Before this, there was Dakan and, and it has been around a long time. And so it has this deep history and culture. Um, you have Droam, which is a monster nation that like basically all of these monstrous uh people kind of came together and said okay we want a place at the bargaining table um so it's it's ruled by these three hags uh and they have their own things there's this wonderful actually by the creator of eberron uh keith baker wrote a novel series called thorn of brayland which is like a spy series oh. it's so good but the first episode the first episode the first first book is uh called uh queen of stone i believe Suddenly, I can't remember words. So, Keith, if you ever hear this, I'm very sorry. I stumbled on that. Um, <laughs> where she goes into Droam and she 
Um, she ends up having to work with the Queen of the Medusas. Uh, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other the other neat things. There's there's like different dragon marked houses that have different abilities. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about the dragon marks because that's one of the, like I I get it, but I also don't get it. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to say something more more yeah. general about uh, Ebron before we dive into the dragon mark houses because that is okay. uh, that is a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most well, one Eberron holds a special place in my heart because it was a competition for the new D and D setting, which that Keith just won, which at the oh, time yeah, yeah. was a really big deal to have a new D and D setting because that was not a thing that happened often. I guess it's still not a thing that happens. Yeah, often. it's, it's yeah. the newest setting. Yeah, still. Yeah. yeah. And well, that I mean, even... I guess technically Wildmount is now, but yes. Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But yes, otherwise, yeah, I mean, because, you know, you get you always had, you know, the uh, uh, Dragonlands, Forgotten Realms, Spelljammer, Planescape, you know, and then that was just, and, and, and Ravenloft, and that just kind of was it. And then it was like, also Eberron. Um, yeah, it Someone is, is going to say... B. Dave Walters said Spelljammer, Spelljammer. Spelljammer, 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 Space Tentacles, Space Tentacles. I mean, hey, sign me up for Space Tentacles, y'all. Let me tell you something. It's what, like, one my, day. My personal, it, my personal sign-off is not what is lacking from Spelljammer returning. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Uh, in, 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 you know, it is very uh, pulpy. It is very kind of like down, down in the muck. Like magic is more widespread, but more shallow. Like, I mean, you can play high level, but it is definitely designed to be down in, you know, the, the shady muck of Sharn. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, just kind of like down in it, uh, in, in Eberron, which I enjoy. And, uh, yeah, Keith Baker, shout out to our homie. I, I like Keith a lot. Um, mm hmm. I appreciate we always say such nice things about people, but imagine if we were just like Baker. Ah, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Baker <laughs> You escaped me before. Yeah. Um We, we should always do that. Every time we say something nice about somebody, it's just at the end of it's like <laughs> Greenwood <laughs> <laughs> You magnificent oh. bastard. You know, it's funny because I'm like, I'm, at, I'm like, oh, you know, it would be funny. I'll think of something petty to be like, well, but he does this. And I actually can't think of anything unpleasant to say about Keith. His hat, I actually he went rocks on the a hat. writing retreat with Keith for a week. And then I drove from the coast of Portland back to Seattle in a minivan with Keith. So I've spent a lot of concentrated Keith time and I still can't think of anything. It's true. Concentrated Keith time. His hat. The hat works for me. I'm the from Arkansas. Works, but if right? you're if yeah, if you if you gotta if you gotta pick it some pick of the hat. But uh the <laughs> dragon mark houses, um so yes, they are um it, it, it is it oh, oh it, it is I just I love Everon. I'm so excited about today. <laughs> no, it's great you know what? I'm tired, so I have lots of things to say, even though I'm probably gonna like make mistakes. But it's also going to mean I keep interrupting. So I'm going to you know, no, I'm not going to take this from you. Please start, please, because I, I love I love Aaron Joy. Aaron Joy is my power, so that's why. <laughs> yes. wake you up. Mm-hmm. So, um, the dragon marks. Uh, to kind of wind it back a little bit, the, the creation story of this of Eberron. Eberron is actually the name of a dragon. Um, so there are three progenitor worms. Uh, there's Sybaris. The dragon above. There is Eberron, the dragon between, and there's uh, Kyber, the dragon below. And so Space these are tentacles. Also kind of name what? Space tentacles. <laughs> That's the dragons. Space tentacles. <laughs> so there's this this um, Kyber murders Sybaris. Sybaris is now in shards. Um, and and part of this, the way these interact is the draconic prophecy. So there is this sort of like, this is how the world's going to go. Um, and the dragon marks are believed to actually be pieces of this prophecy appearing on different bloodlines um, that have, I believe, have interacted with the dragon shards, which is the the pieces of Sybaris. Um, because the bigger the mark gets, the more powerful it is. And the biggest one is called a mark of Sybaris. Um, so depending on these, you're, you kind of form into these houses and these different houses have different um, dragon marks. So they kind of appear like a, like a tattoo that just has arisen out of your skin um, that give you different little abilities. Um, so there's like and these I have to always look up because I have a hard time remembering which house is which. But like, okay, so there's the mark of detection, um, which gives you like basically a perception boost. Um, that's on House Medani, which is half elves. Um, and so those get those are great for like um, inquisitors, which is sort of like a detective in the setting. Um, you've got like the uh, the mark of passage for House Orion. Um, that's those are the people that run the the airships and the lightning rails. Um, and so they go with, with things. So there's, I think 13 dragon marks, except one of them is lost. The mark of death. 
Um, and then you also have aberrant dragon marks that appear randomly. Um, so if you don't want to slot your character into one of these houses, you can come up with a reason why you might have an, an aberrant mark. Okay. Um, See, that was the question I was going to have is like, so when you say houses, cause I think everybody's still in the game of Thrones mindset. Mm -hmm. Like, does that mean they are all related or is a house more like a corporation? Uh, it's, it, it's sort of both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's definitely meant to be like these, this is like a family, um, but they tend to have developed sort of businesses around that. Um, you so you'd say like, I in, work for house, blah, blah, you blah. You would work for the house, blah, 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 but you would also not, maybe okay. be um, born to house, blah, blah, blah. And so if you it's, have the mark, you'd be like Demadani to signify you have, you're in that dragon marked house. Well, uh, but you and, don't and, have, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, to continue the Game of Thrones parallel, there is the, like, you know, the family, mm -hmm. and then, like, the members of the family. So you might still be, like, a bannerman or whatever. Like, you've got the mark, but again, if you're a okay. halfling, but it's yeah. the elven house, it is sort of like... See, that was that the question I was going like, to have, is do you have to be part of... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, do you have to be part of the bloodline to have a mark, but it's more about you being do, associated you know. with... Because mm -hmm. that's, okay. that's where the aberrant marks come in. So if you're okay, an so aberrant, an aberrant mark, mark of passage... But your uh, halfling, you know, that's a that's a human dragon mark, but it's appeared on you. Um, that can happen. I mean, like we think we understand cool. the draconic prophecy, but what do we know? Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, you have options within it. But those houses have sort of formed around the the, the mark, and then then the industry that kind of comes out of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is both like biological and political and also mercantile. <laughs> yes. All of them. I, yeah, one, uh, I've been told two things about Eberron. It's like if you ever want to run a political intrigue game, you set it in Eberron. Okay. Um, and another person once told me uh, if you want to run a D&D &D game that's still D&D &D but feels like Star Wars, put it in Eberron. <laughs> and I buy it. I, yeah, and like looking at the things and like, okay, I I can see where you're coming from. That like one of the cities is like, it's like this giant stacked up city. I'm like, oh, it's like Coruscant, but yeah, just that's right Sharn. there. <laughs> yeah, Sharn. Sharn and yeah, yeah, Coruscant yeah. are very good comparison, I think. Um, but you you mentioned uh the the dragon shards, mm -hmm. uh the the parts of Sharn or uh what what's is it Sharn? Is that the Sybaris? Uh that uh so what what are those? Because those are things that like those are physical items that are on the 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 plane what are those magic rocks <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it was just okay, i was like, like what is a dragon how what is specifically a dragon shard it was the toad it was so good it was just like <laughs> oh, just magic magic, magic again that that is the beauty and the terror of this especially on a lore show that if you dig deep enough you just hit mm, magic <laughs> that's okay. why it says a wizard so they did are it. magic rocks they enhance yep. Uh, the powers of a dragon mark or to create magic items. Um, so they're they used in a lot of those magic technologies. They are mm -hmm. kind of magic rocks. Um, there's Super yeah. Dragon Shards, there's Eberron Dragon Shards, and there are Kyber Dragon Shards. Um, Kyber mm -hmm. is basically like it's kind of like the Underdark if you mixed it a little with the Abyss. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's the yeah, it's the it's the dungeon world basically. Dungeon world. It's the underground dungeon world. <laughs> Someone else put in chat, uh, uh, what was this, uh, Swift Bombay says, uh, or if you want to run D&D that feels like Shadowrun, Eberron. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I, yeah, no, I could see that, yeah. Um, so, what what is it, okay, well, I, I okay, here's a good one, this is a point, what is it that you, that draws you to Eberron, like, what is it that's like, this place is, I was gonna say, this place rocks, it's like, this place magic rocks. This place, <laughs> this place magic rocks. That sounds like something from a Disney Channel. Just, and then you hop on your skateboard and leave. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, you're like. But it's also a hoverboard a from Back to the Future 2. Exactly. Yeah. And your self-tying shoes and your drying coat, yeah. Mm -hmm. You wanna go? Yeah. Um e e hang on, let me let me double check something before I say the the wrong. Do you know offhand Aaron roughly the publication date of Eberron? 2002? Uh, I have this. I can look at it. Oh my gosh, you just got everything. There. I mean, what well, yeah, 2019. Okay. Uh, oh no, that's the that's the new one. Uh, Not first printing is 2004. 2004. Oh, 2004. Okay, 2004. Wow. Okay. Um I think for me personally you know, but by, by 2004, especially, you know, the world of darkness was in full swing by then. There mm -hmm. was there was a push for darker, edgier games 
by then, uh, you know, that kind of was definitely the, the, the vibe and being able to have a grittier down in the mud D and D game was very appealing. Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all know me. I always have been what I am. I have always liked high level play, but when you were like, Oh, but I can play a Terminator now that the war is over. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, so the, like that, that aspect of it was uh, enjoyable to me and just the races, you know, like the, the Kalistar, which are mm-hmm. like, I want to uh, go back and talk about, my wife's playing one of those right now. I'm playing a Warforged in a stream right now. Yeah, no, the Kalistar. Well, you know what? I'll leave Kalistar to you then. Um, uh, so but- we're going to talk about Cory. I want to talk about Cory and Kalistar. Okay. I always say, I, I know it's, I think, okay, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's actually Kalashtar. However, almost oh. my entire career, I've said Kalistar. So I'm not sure if I'm, which one's wrong. It's and another. It's okay. It's another one of those <laughs> red, never heard type things. Yeah. That right. a Keith Keith runs a lot of games, so whatever you heard Keith say is it. You know, like that's 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 the deal. Yeah. Well, but now I mean, it's Clash Star. It could happen. People keep telling I mean, me I'm wrong for saying Farida's name, not Faraday. So maybe Keith's wrong. No, no, but those people are are wrong. Here, there's yeah. no, there's only one creator. There's only one creator whose wishes I wholeheartedly ignore, and that's the yes. guy that created gifts, meant it to yes. be gifts. <laughs> Yes! I'm like, you should have spoken up 30, 30, 35 years ago, buddy. It's too late. I was like, be Dave, say it. It's too late. Say the truth. It's too late. Yeah, right. So, no, but but both you and Keith still have some pull in your own creations. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and I also think even though it is still a fantasy setting, it's more urban fantasy, though. Um, even though, again, you can very much have a straight up just sword and sandal adventure set yeah. in Eberron. Um, it is more if you want to have, like, I want to play a barbarian that also has an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you could you could have that Neberon. Yes. But please, Aaron, I love seeing the joy in your face when you light up and talk <laughs> about these things. So <laughs> Okay, so what I like about Eberron, like what you said before about it being kind of meant for lower level. Um, I like the fact that it lends itself really well to stories of people being clever. Um, that you you are someone who is solving problems and you don't have like all the magic in the world in your hands. Um, and it doesn't doesn't really feel like it's set up to be like, well, eventually, like, this is really the goal is to get all the magic in your hands. It's like you are in this world that's that's that is kind of gritty, that is kind of crumbling, that is trying to build itself back up. And you are there on the ground. Um, so I feel like that plus the fact that it is it is sort of it has a deep history, but it's also sort of in the middle of its history. It is not in a place where everything's settled out. And way back in the before times, we had, you know, big dramatic stuff. Like, people alive have the memory of the last war. And you are coping with that having happened and and what comes next in lots of different ways. Um, and so it lends itself well to these sort of, like, political shifts, to these personal shifts um, and I feel like you can get a lot of layers to your story doing that. Um, plus, I think Warforce are really cool. Um, mm-hmm. That was my first like campaign character, like 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 a thing where I played D anD D more than once. Um, was a Warforged called Luca Two. Um, I loved her. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I think a lot of the magic tech is really cool too. Um, because I'm always one thing in the realms that would occasionally drive me crazy is like you have all this magic, why have you not put it to make your daily life better purposes? Like if you were a wizard and you could like combine some kind of cold spell with a box and sell people refrigeration, you would make a mint and everybody's lives would be better. But nobody does that. And I said this to Ed Greenman once. He's like, well, it's just really hard to do. I'm like, that seems like a cop out. Um, but to be fair, that's the point of this. That's the point of this setting, right? That that setting is that magic is something sort of special and rare. And in Ebron, it's like, no, we needed magic to do stuff for us to get through this war. Um, and we ended up turning it into sort of day-to-day stuff because mm-hmm. that, you know, look, we can port our technology back just like in real life. Um, and so I really enjoy that part. I love that. Um, like- sorry, Trevor, I, I keep no, no, stepping ahead, all over you. I was going to say this one that um, I also appreciate is rich and as deep as the lore is. There's also a lot of like, very much unresolved issues in Eberron too, where like yeah. if, the, if if something's not common knowledge, the story doesn't say. Like one of the empires, Sire, got eradicated. Like it yeah. just got wiped out, and no one knows why. 
You know, like, did they do it to themselves? Yes. Did someone unleash a weapon on them? Like, you're like, sorry, it used to be right over there. Now it isn't. Also, do not go there. It's terrible now. Um, <laughs> and- <laughs> Literally call it the Mourn Land. Yeah, yeah. Not that way. Don't head east. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, and that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But you were saying no, no, something, no. Trevor. Oh, no, no. I, I'm actually going to jump off what you said. I That is one thing that I've really loved about Eberron is that this big thing happened that you as a player were not present for, but your character probably was. Mm-hmm. And it let and it gives so much more for building a backstory and everything like that. But also, like you're saying, building a mystery going forward. Um Actually, what pops to mind, speaking of uh, being able, you know, doing too many things, is uh, Starfinder. Uh, <laughs> that, that, those eyes. Star, um, Starfinder launches this Wednesday. That is true, yes. Yep. I uh, got you there. Um, Starfinder, like, the, uh, one of the things that I loved about that that camp or that uh, RPG was the fact that they're like, yeah, you know that world that you played entire first edition Pathfinder on? It's gone. Nobody knows why. And I and I loved that whole thing of, like, there is a mystery in the rule book. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with Eberron. There is so much just from the here's the setting that you could just pull and go off and do something. But uh, but as, as we're at the halfway mark of the episode, and I do I do want to hear the Kalistar thing. Uh, what 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 is up with the with okay. those fine folks? So go back to Corey. Um, Corey mm-hmm. are natives, like we said, to Dalcor, the, the realm of dreams. Um, way back in the 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 ancient history of Eberron, when giants were in charge. Um, they were tired of the quarry mucking around with everything and managed to seal it off. So Dalcor is no longer coterminous. So all of these planes come into coterminous with Eberron and things about physics change when that happens, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Dalcor does not become coterminous with Eberron anymore. And the quarry hate that. So the quarry have been trying to reopen the gates so that they can get to Eberron. Um, what they did was they started sort of sending through um the the sort of the essence of the quarry to go into people um into these vessels and initially they came through and they made um the the first sort of set of them made these deals with these these human monks in this kingdom of adar um and those are the Kalashtar. so these are these are like they made a deal and they're like hey listen like our ancestors messed up and they formed this bond and so the Kalashtar are sort of like the good version of this so the Kalashtar have a quarry spirit in them um but it's not the bad one <laughs> um and i'm suddenly re- trying to remember if the Kalashtar quarry have a different name so so you're making me realize something right now <clears throat> because like I said my wife is playing a, a Kalistar on in, in our in our academics game uh-huh. and we just had a session where she got pulled into a dream realm because she was trying to talk to uh, the the being that you know is uh-huh. is living within her and everything, and all of us got pulled in too. And we went on this we went on this wacky dream adventure <laughs> that my DM I don't know how he pulled out the stuff that he did. Like <laughs> like at one point, my sister and I were, were our half orc selves playing basketball. And we didn't know what we were doing, um, but at the end of it, we ended up. And I'm, I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna gush about this because Tom, Tom might be watching right now, sitting in his car. I see you, Tom, sitting there blushing. Um, but uh, it, he, at the end of it, we ended up in a hot tub at the top of a giant spire above Fandolin, and he described that Ulad, the the being with, with my wife's character, like suddenly appeared in it, and he just described it as a lobster man. And now I'm realizing <gasps> that no, it wasn't this. The, the guy from Spongebob Squarepants that's really buff. It's this nasty man. Maybe. And I was in a hot tub with him. <laughs> I was going to say, it could have been a Dalkir too. Yep. Uh, which is not better. Uh, but Dalkir has a human face. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, we just put the Spongebob man in the chat. That's what we all pictured him <laughs> I appreciate he was like, nobody tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the quarries that are in the Kalashtar are like, they want to go home. They're like merged with these, they, they sort of merge, right? So the human self and the quarry self are both present. Um, there's also uh, people who are sort of like had it put in them, the inspired. And so that is basically like a vessel with a quarry in it. And those are the bad guy ones. The Kalashtar and the inspired don't like each other, um, um, but they make excellent villains. Yep. Sorry, sorry yep. No, no, no. I'm, I'm yes ending. Yeah, no. You're 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 basically more or less kind of voluntarily possessed, sort of. Yeah, 
But it is it is definitely more active than like an ASMR, for instance, where an ASMR sort of has like a spirit guide that when you sleep is like, try not to murder anybody tomorrow. (laughs) I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose, Trevor. God damn it. (laughs) It's in your nose. It's burning. It's Red Bull in your nose holes. It burns so bad. (laughs) I got Red Bull in your nose holes. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, but the callous star it is like it's very much there so much so it's and correct of- me if i'm wrong Aaron. oh sorry it, i mean the entity that is speaking is the spirit like i mean they're not like still binary like the I person think- i mean they're in there but they're not they're that's like not- merged yeah it's not the quarry it's not the human it's both yeah um i think yeah. it's kind of like a trill like in star trek mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh oh. where like you kind of understand you're not just the quarry um, yeah. You wouldn't say that's like a totally separate. I don't think you'd say that's a totally separate thing. It's I am not an expert on Star Trek. Um, no, the but- yeah, the the well, it's same thing. The the well, I I I've I've played a, a symbiote on <laughs> canonically. Canonically, I am a Trill Federation officer. That well, is hey. true. Hey. Um, yeah, the the symbiotes are absolutely aware of the of the 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 host but i mean usually it is the symbiote that is talking to you okay like i mean they're aware of the fact that like you know jedzia may have experienced this thing or feel this way but for the most part the i am statements are the the symbiote talking more or less but again it is a voluntary pairing though um yeah so um because i I was gonna say no please i'm done no I'm, I'm, i'm muting i'm stopping no okay i think the question i was gonna say Say, the question I was going to have is. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Go ahead. I'll go mute myself. No, you're muted. And then I muted myself. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> saving. Welcome. Welcome to a train wreck, viewers. Um, it's a man, lightning we're, rail wreck. We're, we're not even supposed to be logging. <laughs> We're not even supposed to be logging into the Zoom call until now. See, here's the thing. What you guys don't know is we're just like silly goofs behind the scenes before we go live. But because of Daylight Savings, you're seeing the before cam now. Yeah. Yeah. Please, Trevor. (laughs) 45 minutes of practice. (laughs) Share your thoughts. The question I had was, and I don't know if this is just exclusively for the game that I'm in, but uh, is it that Kalistar don't dream? Is that a thing? They don't have normal dreams. I feel like they don't. And but yeah, because they're they're dream creatures. So yeah. you know, it so happens. Uh, I have it. Uh, no, they're from there. No, well, they well they want to escape the dreaming dark. So I could imagine they're not too uh, yeah not too keen yeah. on going back. But I but I think that's like a really interesting thing because like you know elves have the the four hour trance that they go into and everything. Kalistar, from what I understand, still sleep like still do a normal full rest. But yeah. they just don't dream. They're just like, I'm not here for eight hours. Well, again, they, they left that place. They're not interested because that's uh, that that is what you're actually doing yeah. in the lore is you go to the plane of dreams when yeah. you're sleeping and they're yeah. like, Yeah, nah. They can't. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Can't. So uh Kalishtar sleep, but they do not dream. As such, they have immunity to the dream and nightmare spells. Um, this is 3.5, so. Um, but here, sure. okay, here's yeah. the thing that answers um, the question about who's in charge there. Um, so today, so originally these quarry escaped Dalcor. Um, they were like escaping persecution, so they are not the evil quarry. Um, and they uh, possessed willing humans. But new Kalashtar are born, they're not possessed. So they're not quarry spirits and they're not human. They're something entirely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. So they are absolutely a merging of it. Um, it does mention that like the fragments of Cory that sort of persist could remember being in Dalcor and what they mm-hmm. left. Um, and they would love to go back, but they can't because it's sealed. Um, the sealed sound was perfect. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. So I know we, we, it's funny because we'll soak up all the time, especially with us like tripping all over each other, but real quick. There's all so we covered Warforged, uh, shifters and changelings. Yes. Yes. So shifters, it's it's interesting because again, Eberron came out of a different time before this mechanic was in Greater D and D, where you have this like monstrous ancestor 
mm-hmm. that on occasion kind of comes out of you and you can like you have like you have you have a lycanthropic ancestor i believe it is is a shifter and so you can change but just like a little bit you know um and it, you identify with a different animal or creature and then it's it's funny because there there's no small inspiration from deep space nine on eberron in that changelings are the changelings uh but you still kind of have a skeletal structure but you can like change your appearance and things like that they're they're the founders it's kind of like a half werewolf and a half doppelganger almost yeah Yeah. like i think that's actually it like you have a lycanthropic ancestor and you have a doppelganger ancestor yep Um, yeah so changelings like a doppelganger can change its shape pretty dramatically um and a changeling can basically change its its face and Mm -hmm. They can alter, they can kind of alter self at will, sort of, kind of. But nothing, nothing, you can't go from looking like a person to looking like a troll. So, I completely messed that up in my (laughs) D&D campaign. (laughs) Because I got too many versions of this game. And in Battle Lords, there's there's a changeling species. And they are straight up Deep Space Nine changelings. Like, I'm a puddle. Like, when I'm not a person, I'm goo. And so, I introduced a big mood. I introduced a changeling into the game and I kept describing them as like this like pseudopod thing. And then I just went back and I read because I was double checking something. I'm like, oh, he's supposed to have a spine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. You know what? Oh, he's man. a different guy. He's from somewhere else. In- he doesn't go here. <laughs> he, doesn't he doesn't even go, go here. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be- because they you said. Spies. Sorry. <laughs> Because we were talking about like different, you know, genres, things that you could run in Everon. You said Deep Space Nine. I've had a joke for the longest time that Deep Space Nine is just a sitcom in space filmed on a like space station strip mall. And now I want to do that in Eberron. Just have a strip mall in Eberron and just have the entirety of Deep Space Nine take place there. <laughs> Look, man, you, you you very easily could have it be some frontier outpost. You know? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, they're still they're still waiting for it, you know, to get shipped out. No one's come for them. Yeah, and it's just that's it. It's the wacky misadventures of Deep Space Nine. That was what oh the first God. couple like two three seasons of that show were anyway. So yeah, it's true. Yep. But I don't know. Wait, what race is Gold Dukat then? What 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 would you? Who would be your what what? I don't I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> who who are the who are the Cardassians of D and D? Carnathy. There's the the one kingdom that's like maybe we could just keep going with the war. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that it's Carnath. Yeah, that sounds maybe about right. We could just keep going with the war. Yeah. Like, have you have you thought that of the, the piece? The piece is garbage. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, no. Oh no. I forgot. It's. <laughs> I still might be the right one. The nation is particularly noted for its widespread use of undead troopers during the last war and the ruthless dictatorship of its monarch. Good God. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, let's, uh, let, let's see what chat's got going on. And, uh, if you have any last, uh, Eberron thoughts during it, we can get those out. Afterwards. I would just like to say, Chad, I would love to hear you all's thoughts on who are the Cardassians of D and D. Yeah. Cause that, that's going to bother me the rest of the week. Like it, it's just, just tweet it out now. Tweet it out now. It's, it's just going to like that was that. Yeah. Oh I hope they God. put more Eberron things in so we can do more of this. Cause I'm like, Oh, we didn't talk about the blood bowl. We didn't talk so, about the weird elves. So Dylan did actually point out that there are two champions from Eberron. Uh, he pointed that out in the chat. Uh, Warden is one of them, and I think the other one is the uh, is the Goblin oh, Artificer. Uh, we didn't talk about yeah, yeah, artificers. Yeah, artificers are from uh, are from um, Eberron. That's where they came yep. from originally. Let me tell you yep. this though. So this is uh, if you want, because again, y'all know high level storytelling is my jam. Level twenty D and D is where I live. Um, if you want some truly terrifying monsters, my placeholders for like the worst are, and this is in D and D Beyond, but Rektulkesh and Sulkatesh, uh, that are Eberani war criminals that escape from prison. Mm-hmm. They are awful, and especially <laughs> with the two of them combined, they wreck a lot of face. So if you need a very, 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 very high level scourge, there you go. go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Yeah. They didn't have bodies in prison, and they got loose and got their bodies back, and now they're doing a mad. Uh, oh, see, I was—I usually read these in order, but now someone's pointed out the question that I was having that I wasn't going to bring up, but I'm going to do it now. Now you have to. Uh, oh, oh no, bananas says the better question: Who are the Ferengi? <laughs> Goblins. No, here's the problem. So, <laughs> oh, you're so right. 
I but but I admit my own personal bias though because I say goblins, but that's also very much influenced from all the time I've spent playing Warcraft over these years. But that, you're so right though. But yes, goblins. You're all yeah, no, and yeah. they train in beetles now. <laughs> Uh, Garwar asks, has anyone ever made an NPC called Hugh Briss that goes around cursing people yet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I have to, Garwar. (laughs) Just a warlock named Hugh Briss that just brings me... uh, uh, Oh, oh, a hagblood warlock that just goes and just (laughs) smite? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I do him as a warlock paladin that they curse and smite people to be brought down by both <gasps> Garware, what have you done <laughs> <laughs> that could be its own show Garware, what have you done That's true. <laughs> coming soon from CNE games Garware, what have you done uh, I, I like this one a lot. Baby Lone Ranger two two six one says. Speaking of looking, any chance we could see a pic of that hot drow pirate from the last episode of Unfair Seas, or should we just use our imaginations? Oh yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can oh find that God. for y'all. That that is yeah. I'll, I'll if you, keep, if keep you going. can send it over to me, I'll get it up there. Yeah, keep uh, keep, keep going. I'll, I'll look so, it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Victor X Young says, so I'm new. I've heard this voting with stre- uh, streamers. Uh, I'm sure they'll explain uh, what the deal is. I'm excited. So the deal with that is you can go it, the Idle Champions game. If you don't have it, go get it. This whole thing. But look, look, we got it right there. There's, I, I'm pointing at the screen like you can see what I'm pointing at. Um, go uh, download Idle Champions. And in there, you can vote for things that will uh, affect the actual play game. Uh, the Idle Champions presents, which is going live today at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard time with these two lovely people plus more lovely people um but yeah so you can go in and vote and affect the game and everything and give a crack in eight tentacles or infinite te- tentacles so, you know. all the tentacles yeah <laughs> uh oh um what it did have it did have voluminous tentacles uh that's yes you know. Cassius three three five says Trevor, but would the T Rex uh, uh, tricks you have a rubber duck he loves very very much? Yes, I don't get this reference. Is there a T Rex that has a duck that loves know. it loves a lot? I'm sorry, Cassius, I failed you. Let I, me know. En- enlighten me. I just uh, that is too deep a cut. It eluded all of us. All I yeah, I, yeah. I, I put the Braylon Jenkway uh, uh, picture in uh, uh, in oh, chat there. There you go. So you all. Oh, you put it. In, oh, you put it in the actual chat, not mm-hmm. the chat. So okay. just just for everybody's you edification, have to work to see it, Trevor. Where where wow. th- where that picture came from? Uh, that is just a drow gunslinger from the from the Breaking Darth. Um, we, uh, entry, just a generic like drow pirate, and I was like, "This looks excuse like the me, type of boy me. that would stab somebody." Hot drow pirate. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Oh wait, I cannot get. Oh, Obo Lauren, no, the mods has not let me through. See, first of all, first of all, I object. This is like episode twenty-five or something, <laughs> and, I, I, and I don't have. Like, okay, although, honestly, I understand why they've taken link permission from me. If if we're being honest, but I yeah, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, right. I just saw Cassius three three five in the chat said Beast Wars Megatron. Not your fault. That is a hundred percent my fault. I freaking loved Beast Wars. Oh my god. Talk to me on Twitter. I will. I will not shut up about these stories. It's a problem. Um. <laughs> All right. I tried it again. Hopefully, you can see Braylon Junkway now. Uh, Braylon Junkway. Oh yeah, that is a hot draw vampire. That's, that's a hot not a, vampire. A gunslinger. Yeah, a vampire. He could be. You're just adding things on. Like no, I'm just adding. You're telling us stuff. That's, uh, I mean, we are getting all of Trevor's fan fiction. Just kind of just like just pouring out of his. Yeah. It was my secret plan this whole time. This show's really just Trevor fan fiction. <laughs> I got Beast Wars and Eberron, y'all. <laughs> You're out here living your best life, and I'm for it. I'm for it. Uh, Star Chaser 43, T-Rex Wizard. Now we uh, now we know why they have such small hands, so they can use the wands and spill books. <laughs> little, little hand flipping it there. Uh, let, oh, yeah, I did want to point out that Jay, when we were talking about the, the, the quarry, just said, <laughs> I looked them up. I do not like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're unpleasant they're unpleasant yeah. and, and they've apparently uh invaded and succeeded in invading the the plane of dreams so they're they're waiting mm-hmm. for you uh cassius 335 comes back and says do uh does eberron have a copyright distinct laser sword in it <laughs> <laughs> so there are legally distinct plasma plasma weapons there are plasma swords yes no that yes as are there are plasma rifles also 
Also, yeah, Freely had one for a while in uh, Heroes of the Plains. Uh, my my gun's name was Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> I named it after Penelope. It's Penelope, Penelope. my plasma Penelope. rifle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, awful and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> if my cat named Penelope ever has a sneezing fit, I will call her that. This is uh, <laughs> Penelope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Penelope. Uh, let's see. Um, Frank L- I, I don't know how to say your name, and I apologize, but it says Frank at the beginning, so we're going to go with Frank. Uh, is there a published adventure in Eberron on D&D Beyond or just anywhere? Yeah, that's a good question. What, what was the question? Sorry. Or it, or it a published says, adventure. It says a, uh, a published adventure in DDO that is for Eberron. Is that D&D Online? Uh, well, I mean, Eberron as a setting went for years. There was all sorts yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah. and, the, and then the mm-hmm. book is pretty, there's at least one adventure in the book. Um, yeah. in the, in the, the new, um, uh, Rising from the Last War book. And I think that goes from levels one to five, I think. And it's, you're supposed to go into the Mornland, that place I told you not to go. Hey. And then what? Nobody's <laughs> listening, B. <B-Tape. laughs> no, I meant I meant you tell them not to go, and then they go anyway. They're not. I listening. know. I just like the way that sounds. Not, I mean, nobody's listening to you. But Everybody but uh, listens to you. no, they. I just they don't. Nobody I just said. I just talk or louder. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, no, but it, I but I must. If, if you think about it, how many stories that we know and love is the inciting incident under no circumstances go right over there? You know. <laughs> So I actually just saw in the chat that uh, they said uh, D- I-, I meant D and D Beyond. That's funny that I read it that way first. Um, but yeah, the the I think you can actually just buy the adventure part in D and D Beyond because you can piecemeal stuff out. I think you might be able to. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, so there's also on um, the DM's Guild a lot of stuff that Keith has put out. Yeah, um, mm. he has some wonderful supplements. And looking here, there are several adventures um, that he has worked on. Which he also did uh, exploring Eberron, I think, yeah. which yeah, is on DM's Guild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of good sources for uh, stuff and adventures. God dang it, Garwar. Can I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw what he said there. Also, could I just point out that in the Tsukorakori picture, which again, you should look at because I'm about to drop oh. this in chat also, just so we don't uh, have to suffer alone. This is Lauren, you've get, look what he's doing. Mad with power. Permission. Mad with power. Thank you. <laughs> you. Thank you for performing the help action, Lauren. Uh, no, it's not only just like all of its eyeballs, which are objectively terrible. It's like its little <laughs> tiny baby arms also that are inside. Like the like why do you have little tiny baby arms? Like you just oh. shouldn't. Guys, I'm clicking up the the list of Corey, and they get so much worse. The well, name so, of Corey so, has so, so Jason, arms in addition to pro- all the eyeballs. Probably coming soon, the idle champions. You know, you got this one minorly squishy boy. Prepare yourselves for greater and greater squishy boys. Does Vapna Corey have four, like, scorpion claws, and then, like, a whip tail, and a lot of and whip some hair. Uh, why do they have hair? I don't know, Ugh. but it shouldn't be there. Don't, don't give things hair. <laughs> also, I want—I want to say, Jay put this into the text document. The mod privileges were me. Don't blame Lauren for my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too late. It's like—it's like I'm a. You've invited me in. Now you can't stop it. <laughs> don't blame Lauren for my mistakes. <laughs> now who's cursed by hubris? Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, guys, don't. You should hope they don't add more of these because they're horrifying. <laughs> this one's just like a ball of wings and eyeballs and tentacles with eyeballs on the end. I've seen that anime. Oh. <laughs> I saw that Power Rangers villain. <laughs> um, so Carwar put in quotes in the chat. I cast Red Bull in your nose spell at first level. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That is a damage over time, man. Like it just it is. It keeps. Yeah, it is at least a D four. Mm-hmm. Is at least a D four. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Cassius three three five says, "Do Kalashar believe in electric sheep?" <laughs> <laughs> they are more human than human. It's My true. God, if you had a Kalashar character and you gave it a, like an electric sheep familiar, I would love it so much. Oh my god! I make, make yes. a, Ka- a Kalashar artificer, and that's what their like iron companion looks like—a metal sheep. Yeah, hundred percent. I would a hundred percent do that. But like, never <laughs> explain it. Just see who figures it out. Yeah. God, I would. I would that, name that him. I would name him I would your. Sit on for three years, waiting for the reveal for someone to go. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh. and then they realize the name your is Roy spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like uh it, that meme that was floating around a couple of years ago where somebody was like, 
I just realized why they call it Ajax because it's stronger than all Greece. And there's some <laughs> ad exec from the 60s who's like, It's just it's like just I just this like withered old man who's just like finally I win. It's just like it's just like win, Jedi win. robes just collapses. <laughs> just just leaps. A Jedi robe collapses. <laughs> like my my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just like some high waisted jeans and like a plaid button up. Oh just <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that would hurt. I loved it. Uh, Got you twice. Dark... First Red Bull in the nose yeah. holes. Second. Oh, thank God I wasn't drinking a thing because that would have that would have TPK'd me. Um, dark cereal. <laughs> adding on to my flub with the drow says three kobold vampires spawn in a pirate outfit impersonating a hot drow pirate. <laughs> it wasn't not that. No one checked. It wasn't That's not fair. that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then and then oh well, Lauren comes in and says the sun sword from Barovia is a lightsaber for sure. So much so, I actually killed a player with the sun sword the way that I always wanted someone to get killed with a lightsaber. Pointed at the face. Well, you no, know, well they they did they did they for, they finally did that one in Last Jedi, but like I just I had somebody put it up against the player's chest and turn it on, and. It was awesome. That but would yeah, do it. Hundred percent lightsaber. That's you know that's one of those things that the uh, mechanics of D anD D don't lend themselves to reality. And this is of course we've all got hit points, and it's like you get hit by the axe, but you're okay. I'm like no no yeah. no no, that's not a thing. You know, yeah. an axe <laughs> in the neck, you're done for the day. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, so. well, so, somebody Ooh. somebody once explained it to me that it's like they really should be called like effort points or energy points because yeah. it's you exerting yourself to avoid getting hit yep. and i'm like that makes a lot more sense because yeah when you like all right you got hit by the axe for 12 points of damage for the sixth time <laughs> it's like hmm. i think i'd be losing a limb at this point <laughs> yep 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 mm-hmm. all right well that is uh that is all the uh <laughs> i was gonna say that's all we had from chat but then evil emperor zerg said from the high ground uh <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week for, for our lore uh, and other tangents. That's what we should call it, so lore and other tangents. Um, we, never uh, promi- we never promised it all be relevant lore. <laughs> it will be fun and interesting. Yeah, now you're going to be thinking about a Deep Space Nine uh, campaign in Eberron like for the rest of the week. I Trust still me. want to know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we have like a, a whole email address for sending lore, lore questions so somebody send a lore question about ds9 um, <laughs> and also say i want more Everon so that i can talk more about Everon. oh god that'd be so great <laughs> i would love that uh yeah I send, it champions of lore. Mm-hmm. send it to champions lore at codenameentertainment.com but aaron b dave who are you and what awesome things are you working on uh, you can find. So you asked that differently this time, and I'm like, I did. Whoa, I whoa, messed whoa, you whoa, up. Whoa. I even noticed I did it. <laughs> Where can people find you, and what awesome things are you working on? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. Uh, you can see me today at four playing Havilar, where we promise I woke it up a little bit more. <laughs> Although if I haven't, it's not the worst because she's she's a little straightforward. Let's say. <laughs> um and then on Wednesdays, uh twitch.tv slash dungeon scrawlers at six thirty. Uh you can see me play my warlock I mean my not a warlock Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. I just do everything in my power to be around Aaron as often <laughs> as possible. Uh, you stick around again right after this. They're going to show the finale of the the uh, Unfair Seas arc, which, again, if you haven't seen it, it is worth watching just to watch Aaron attempt to talk in rhymes. Just like it is so worth the price of admission. And apparently, there's hot which drow. Which is free. Yeah. yeah. Also, there, there's also yeah, hot, there drow. hot drow. Hot um, uh, Yeah. Infinite a lot. In infinite tentacles. A voluminous oh, number of Google tentacles. That. Don't Google that. Or not on your work machine, at least. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, four o'clock, we're starting uh, The Fool's Errand, which is the next arc there. We're being joined by Adam Bradford and Jen Kretschmer. So that's going to be tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, Heroes of the Plains starts. Where to, So tonight, Freely, Alindra, and Briv are on this show. Tomorrow, Freely, Alindra, and Briv are on that show. Because <laughs> that's our lives. 
Uh, and then Wednesday, yes, Starfinder Scoured Stars is starting. And then uh, one week from today, we will announce what the Black Dice Society actually is. So we will. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Should be a whole grand old time. Yep. yep. So just follow follow me at B Dave Walters on the Tweetograms. Yep. Uh, you can find me on the Difficulty Class podcast, which this week Aaron is joining me on. And uh, if you haven't listened, B Dave was also on an episode recently, so you can go find those ones. You can hear us talking about uh, B Dave. We were talking about lots of Idol Champions presents. Uh, Aaron and I eventually got to that because we went on even more tangents than we do on this show. Said so, what? Well, uh, it's, it's not just me. I, I wasn't even there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was that one point that I like during the episode last night we were recording. I'm like, does B Dave keep this on track? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Winding path. Plot twist. Yep. Although I have you to can admit, also I find up me this morning. I went. Did I actually say anything useful? <laughs> <laughs> you can also find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. Thank you, as always, to Jay for moderating in the chat, uh, except for giving B Dave mob powers. Uh, thank you to Codename <laughs> Entertainment for letting us talk about some DD. And don't forget, if you missed any part of the show today, you can listen to it as a podcast at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and we got uh, all of the past episodes on there as well. And you get an extra code. So, you know, there's that. I'll bribe you into listening to more of me. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget, you can write in to, uh, with suggestions of topics and whatnot for the future uh, to championsoflore at codenameentertainment.com. Uh, oh, yeah. And don't forget, 4 p.m. today. Un- or it's not unfair seas. It's champ- What are you doing with your fingers? I was throwing up the E for Eberron. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Eve for everyone. Yeah, don't forget to come back and watch Isle Champions Presents uh, A Fool's Errand. Um, and uh, I'll be there in the chat, so come hang out with me and see some awesome people play some D&D. But until next week, Champions out. <laughs> <laughs>